0: Welcome to an unimaginable life. <laughs> you I was okay, just ready? Say un- okay.
1: Welcome to an unimaginable life. <laughs> okay, my turn. I'll get started. Welcome to an unimaginable life. Welcome to an unimaginable, to an unimaginable life. life. One take. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our first episode. We plan to do one or two episodes a week and tell some fun stories about these unimaginable experiences we've had over the last year and a half, plus some channeling sessions and some medium sessions with Christy. They're absolutely amazing. And in this first episode, we're taking a channeling session we had in December. And this one starts off with talking about what is an unimaginable life. So please enjoy and make sure you subscribe and like and do all that wonderful stuff. Leave a review. And we'll see you at the end. Are you ready?
0: Yeah i could have talked about that
1: <laughs> you need you need to bring them in
0: just depends on what you know what we're going to do if you and i are just going to talk and i'm going to kind of bring them back and forth or um you know
1: what you no, want to do so just bring them in and we're going to talk about an unimaginable life
0: all right yeah okay go ahead let's um yeah let's uh let's go and okay uh, see how this works
1: we're starting a podcast called the unimaginable life our why is because it's fun, and we'll learn something about ourselves along the way and each other, and we'll have a different topic to talk about each time we get together in more of a daily sense, like how to live within the nuances of our inspiration and and our ability to you know be in the moment, that sort of thing. So can you describe an unimaginable life?
0: An unimaginable life is a life where every day is a surprise and a delight, where every day, every moment, you are experiencing something that you have never experienced before. You are feeling more deeply every moment than you have ever felt before. And you are seeing yourself and everyone and everything around you in a clearer and more objective and honored light every moment. That's the word,
1: honor. How would you describe the way most humans are living their life?
0: Most humans are living their life with the idea that everything in their reality causes how they feel. They spend the majority of their time in fear of things that will unlikely ever happen. They spend time arranging their lives for comfort and protection in fear of something or someone, some action or experience that is unlikely to ever occur.
1: So the difference between the two lives, the ordinary life and the unimaginable life, is the relationship to how they perceive themselves in their own reality and their approach to life. The ordinary life seems to have been explored quite a bit. There's a lot of examples of it, and people have ideals for what a better life would be. The unimaginable life has no examples that I can think of. Are we en- embarking on something that's truly unique and new?
0: This is, in every every aspect of it, something that is unique and new. The individuals embarking on this effort are unique. The idea of truly letting go of any specific manifestation of any desire is unique and new. The idea of not needing to protect oneself in a relationship of any kind, to truly feel that and in each moment make choices to be honest, vulnerable, and exposed is unique.
1: An ordinary life, there is some level of self-discovery and expansion. And in the unimaginable life, it seems exponential in that expansion and journey of self-discovery.
0: In an unimaginable life, there is substantially more expansion. The real purpose of this, however, is to experience expansion, but to experience it in joy and fun, to fully experience what is available in this physical reality. In an ordinary life, it's the desires and perceived needs of of everyone are based on an illusion they are based on seeing something in another or on television in a movie that in seeing that they think is ideal they think this will make me happy this will make me feel better and there is there's really no originality there There is no originality of thought of what could be experienced or the idea that there could be any other thing to experience. So an individual with a unique path in front of them and unique gifts and talents and unique way of looking at the world will only have a number of options to see that they believe could possibly make them happy. And this is an illusion. A unique person, a unique human, can have unique experiences that have never been experienced before. That is really the, the meaning and the benefit and the drive to, to experience an unimaginable life.
1: So the human in an ordinary life seeks to alter the trajectory or to actually control the trajectory in order to manifest what they perceive would give them joy from outside conditions and in that holding on to this ideal, their relationship to that ideal whether it seems like things are going good or bad causes them to feel joy or frustration. And then by everyone being sort of conformed in the same ideology of this reality of control and effort and struggle, those living the ordinary drive uh, life seem to be in a loop generation after generation after generation and unable to break free of it. Therefore, the same experiences are, while they're unique to the individual and add to the fabric of all that is, basically the same experiences over and over again. Maybe there's a general you know, movement towards love in this direction and that's probably what has allowed us now to break free of that loop the freedom of the society and the freedom of beliefs and things like that.
0: Certainly the, the basis of this country that you live in, the basis of it is freedom and originality and uniqueness and, and being encouraged to speak your mind and live your life and live your truth. These cliches, the loop that you are speaking of is essentially a, an excellent analogy, a way to explain this. It is, it, it is seeing over and over again, just slight variations on the same theme. The experience is always unique to the individual. It has never been experienced in this case by you and will never be experienced by you again or seen the way that you see it. So in that, there is expansion and that is perfect. That is all that's necessary. There is always expansion in this case this this loop and this way of living is difficult or challenging to break free of and and as you can now see there are challenges as you break free and accept steps into it where where you have learned more and more and more about the depth of this approach to life as you call it it is initially understanding slightly the need to let go of fear and control. And as you move further into it is is a need to let go of a desire of an outcome. This is also fearful, creates fear for those who are on this intentional path. And as you have moved forward, you have learned yet another concept that allowed you to see that you have Very little of the type of control you perceived you have had all along. This again creates fear because you believe the only thing you have in this physical reality is control. When you start to believe that you are the creator, you also have an idea of control within that thought. The idea of the creator is not what you think it is. And you are beginning to learn that.
1: Yeah, when I first started being interested in the laws of the universe and following Abraham, I was like, I'm going to use this information to get my money back. So I'm going to use the information to control my life even better.
0: And that, that is always the case. You can see just looking back on your recent week that you recognized still that the idea of the creator was a way to control your reality and just with some new concept, new understanding you gained, you felt fear. That loss of that, even that idea of control as the creator was difficult and took time to understand then the freedom now in that concept. and more understanding of the elements of this physical reality as simply a game to discover who you are and then more confidence and relaxation and relief and the actual ability to let go of that control and see yourself from another perspective.
1: So the ordinary life is one from the outside in the outside conditions and circumstances and events create feelings or emotions within the person, that's their perspective, the new approach of an unimaginable life would be living from the inside out. Yes,
0: we have been in many ways dripping this concept to Christy over the last month or so to understand that the reason for being here, the the reason to be in this earth dimension and in this physical reality is to understand feeling from the inside out. It is a feeling reality.
1: Which means that nothing outside of you can make you feel anything. You are choosing to judge it and then derive the feelings of it and then label those feelings as good or bad. Yes. From inside out, you move towards a level of acceptance or neutrality, and realize that the conditions are the reflection of your perspective, your perception of yourself, and the wherewithal or the method or the vehicle of self-discovery.
0: This is true. One thing we have pointed out to Christy that she has begun to share and is beginning to understand is that from your physical perspective, you see something, you experience something, you observe something through any of your physical senses. At that moment, it is neutral. Then it is judged by the perceiver. At that moment, this is where the feeling is chosen and directed to come. The outside condition does not cause the feeling The human is adept at knowing the vibration of a feeling, seeing something, observing something that is neutral, determining what that should, given everything they know leading up to that very moment, what that should make them feel. And then they direct themselves to the vibration of that feeling and allow that to envelop them. This is why we say nothing outside of you can cause any feeling. You cause the feeling it is done so quickly that you perceive that the outside condition is generating the feeling. This is not true.
1: So what are the steps to move towards the inside out approach to life? The inside out
0: approach to life, initially the first step would be before making any perceived choice, before acting on any inspiration, before engaging in a conversation, before any activity, would be to consistently ask yourself the question, why? To understand why you are doing anything in this reality is helpful in how you perceive the activity or the interaction. When you know clearly that anything you do, you are doing for you, for you, for fun, for joy, for your journey of self-discovery, whatever connection you feel is best for you to make with yourself for why you would do something for yourself, then from there, you can begin to elevate your perspective on the activity or the interaction this is the
1: start okay so i have an example here imagine that you're going to a funeral of a distant relative and you could walk in there and just really not think about it and just adopt the status quo that death is bad and then you'll have that experience of sadness for instance or you could say, why am I going to this? Do I even need to go? If I choose to go, that's let's, let's say, why am I going? All right, well, I'm going to hold my perspective that death is just transition, that it's actually joy, so that no one's losing anything, that the people in the audience or in in the funeral have a perspective that causes them to believe it's bad. But I don't have that, so I'm going to see how I can interact with everyone and hold my perspective and It'll be interesting to see if I can do this and I'll learn something about myself in this experiment.
0: Yes, that is an excellent way to go about that. Once you have determined that this is an interaction you are going to have, whatever led you to that particular decision, you, you are attending this event. Then from there, why not? Why not examine how you feel about it? Why am I going to ultimately come to the conclusion that I am going for me? From there, you can follow inspiration on each interaction of the day. In in Christy's case, she has not once, not ever in her entire life, been able to go to a funeral without going into hysterical giggles that are uncontrollable. Somehow, she has always known that this was silly not necessarily that death did not exist but this pomp and circumstances around someone who was no longer here was a waste of time at best and this made it easy for her to go to funerals where she felt that her presence would be appreciated this is all we're saying follow the fun the first question is always why
1: a lot of times we have experiences that we don't have time to ask the why. We find ourselves in situations, we're right there. That I'm understanding is an illusion too. We always have the time. It doesn't really take any time. It's just this new way of being present and then asking why, being present, asking why, being present, asking why. Yes.
0: This will become automatic the more it is practiced and you certainly at at the level you are now, you can, begin to perceive your ability to slow time to just understand that you always have all the time you need to do anything you need to do. But this concept is very much like anything that when you, you first saw it, it was in everything you looked at and interacted, you had to remind yourself, I believe in your case, it would be everything is right. This was new to you. And It was slow to begin to look at everything as right. When you spilled a glass of wine, when the dog peed on the carpet, these things had to take time for you to see them as right. And now after an amount of time, this becomes automatic for you. Before the glass hits the ground, as it is tipping, you already are beginning to think this is for me somehow. This will happen with the question why.
1: When I got home yesterday, it was very interesting. I was looking at the structure of the of what was going to happen when I got home and noticing how things were just laying out perfectly in front of me got home. there was no one around saw the dog. he didn't bark for some weird reason. <laughs> we took a nap, woke up, then went outside and on the patio and Isabel was there. we had a conversation and then very soon, Everyone else was there, The six of us there. And then someone went to the store, we didn't have any wine, got the wine, and then Trey cooked dinner. I didn't have to move from that seat. Everything was brought to me, every single thing. And then the conversation was amazing and everyone was having so much fun. And then when it was time to transition to something else, everyone left at the same time. And so I went in the house and I had been wanting to talk about the week to someone and Crystal was right there. And we're just having this deep conversation about what happened during the week. And then Chris walks in the room, and I go, "Okay, this is perfect timing for Chris to be there." And so the conversation went with Chris being there as well, and, it's, and it was like really witnessing the perfection of every moment and going going with it and noticing it while it's happening.
0: All right, and and I believe you are also beginning to see evidence of something we spoke of in the weekend is your ability to pull things to you. This is unique to you in the way that it is. You are beginning to see that, that this is, you never had to move from your seat. Everything was brought to you. This is not always the way it has to be, but you can begin to see your ability there and how it could be a benefit.
1: Yeah. And that happens without me even thinking about it. In fact, the thinking about it and then the doing, the ideas of doing, it's the thinking about it or the even the thought that comes up, and then the automatic response to a doing action in, in response to that thought, now I'm thinking about, no, no, what is just the thought? The action doesn't have to come. It just naturally just flows into me. So Correct. I have to go back and think about, well, what is the inspiration that is there?
0: The only thing occurring there is in the thought of the action after the thought of the desire. The thought of the action is the same vibration as the thought of the lack of whatever it is you desire. That's all that happens. There is nothing you need to do. When Christy would explain to you that she could feel this pull, it was likely always in moments where you were unaware. When you intentionally made this effort, it wasn't as prevalent, wasn't as physical to her. She could not feel it. There's just the thought of the lack of it that Mm -hmm. is mixed
1: in your vibration. Does the thought of the lack create the thought of the action?
0: In your case, in a gift such as this, the thought of the desire in its purest sense, creates, activates the ability. Then the thought of how to get this, how to bring this, focusing the energy begins your focus on the lack of the desire and the not knowing how to do this, the not understanding what this is. It is a natural ability and it simply begins to occur with the initial desire. It is stronger when there is no singular attachment to the time that you perceive it takes or the specificity of the manifestation of that desire. Just as you know, with everything else, with your general moving through life, your gift is very much activated and slowed down and dampened by those same things
1: Mm -hmm. when i started meditating that's really when things changed and it seems to me that that is a pretty much universal thing for humans to do is meditate and really be able to more clearly understand the thoughts that are flowing from wherever their perspective is what would you say about that
0: meditation Prayer, any sort of internal world contemplation is a perfect way to shut out the stimulation and the distraction of physical reality. When that is done, the connection with the non-physical is immediate and felt. The thoughts coming through, the ability to slow those thoughts, the ability to stop them and observe them in meditation and any sort of prayer and contemplation, the natural understanding that we are not our thoughts begins to arise. And from there, anything is possible. This is why that is an excellent place to start.
1: Most people believe that their brains create the thoughts. What is actually happening with thoughts?
0: Brain, as as we know, and Christy has so much fun with this idea and, and reading these things, that our brain is a receiver. It's It's a receptive device. It is in no way, shape, or form a creative organ. It is not. It is receptive in every way. The thoughts that created the universe thought was simply a question a desire to know, and as the universe has evolved and changed and the perfection of it grows and expands, every consciousness has the capacity to receive all thought, all idea that is in existence in the realm of possibility. Those thoughts have always existed. The first thought that was received and thought was, who am I? And what is the source of this thought? As humans in physical reality begin to expand, attract thoughts that are available, receive thoughts that are generated from a stream of consciousness that is love, that appears from your perspective to be a consciousness of fear. These thoughts are at a lower vibration, these ideas of protection and things that are perceived as instinct, certainly these things that have kept humans alive, and have been necessary, have expanded as well. And as humans grow and move through their dimensions, the expansion of this thought continues. And at any vibration, any thought can be reached. The thought moves through the human brain and can be fleeting. It can also be perceived as important and held onto and expanded inside the brain, just like that. It becomes essentially a part of the human. It becomes a very difficult thing to let go of it is not the human, but it is perceived to be.
1: Christy had an epiphany and so she received a thought that she realized or recognized that there was some something to do with that. So she received this epiphany this morning. Was she sort of guided to this epiphany or set up for it or my text that I sent her sort of triggered it? How did that work?
0: We believe you know in your vibration, essentially the answer to this question. It is, of course, everything in her life, everything that you have experienced and done led to the moment of that text message, which was completely glossed over, as she says. She did not even recognize a moment of thinking about it. It was simply funny to her. Yes, she was guided. She is always guided. The choice that choice is available to her from her current perspective allowed her to immediately grab the idea that this memory she was being given was purposeful, was leading her somewhere. This is perhaps the highest perspective one can have. This memory that I am having that was uncomfortable and surprising, not something that had been in her awareness for years, came quickly and clearly. And the first thought she had was, why? And then immediately, ah, for something. I need to follow this. and she was led perfectly to the culmination and at least the awareness of something that is pervasive in her. It is a very strongly held belief that she can now begin to soften in and understand that it does not need to limit her moving forward.
1: Another thing in the preparation, from my perspective, would be the ability to understand a mental construct, a, a set of limiting and possibly empowering beliefs, and then to recognize a way to soften the limiting beliefs that would then lead to a a higher perspective in different areas. What is your opinion about these limiting beliefs, this idea?
0: In your question, the feeling of the vibration is to identify these limiting beliefs and to have a way to identify that all at once is this the understanding of the question this is what is in the vibration of the question
1: the question is in preparation for this unimaginable life from my perspective would require the awareness that limiting beliefs are present that you're not always aware of them that they come up in manifestation events and that there is a process by which you can soften those and and then alter the perspective from that.
0: This path that you have taken, that you two have taken is from our perspective, the, the most effective that has been seen to consciously become aware of this and move through them. This is absolutely a foundation that must be in place to proceed on the path that the understanding of one another as as perfect and a commitment to authentically expose these things that feel frightening or ugly or embarrassing to the understanding that it is simply a belief that has been developed and formed through experience or other things is essential to move on this path
1: another thing that i've noticed is that that humans come in with a varying degree of emotional sensitivity or just sensitivity in general and this might have something to do with their intention of of the life that they wanted to live this time around is emotional sensitivity part of this ability to think about this unimaginable life is this beneficial
0: emotional sensitivity is certainly chosen in some cases and many prior to birth. The amount of emotional sensitivity almost from your perspective as if you are at a grocery store and you are putting things in a cart. That is that is how you perceive that and how you can understand it. And this is essentially true. Yes. Emotional sensitivity can also be developed. This is not just at birth that someone is emotionally sensitive. These things can can move and change throughout life. The opposite is also true. It can, mm-hmm. can be emotionally sensitive. And as you well know, shut that down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Become not emotionally sensitive. This is the power of the the mind, human mind and focus. Anything can be achieved internally in that way. Emotional sensitivity can certainly be beneficial in the sense that for many of you that are extremely emotionally sensitive, those that you know in in your particular friend group are very sensitive. This sensitivity has led them to, to seek more, to Soothe that to understand that they are incredibly unhappy and feeling trapped and feeling that they are worthless or unworthy of of love and their lives aren't working. And these this sensitivity to that boils down to a common vibration in many of you and your friends, which is an unwillingness to accept this over and over again. And this leads to discover many paths that will ease that that can give the perspective that they are worthy, who they are, that there is more going on here and and there are many paths to that understanding as well.
1: We've also noted that as people go through the ascension experience for the boot camp that they become more emotionally sensitive they allow themselves to become that way or they maybe not even think about it but they do become that
0: yes this is this is exactly what we're saying emotional sensitivity can be a choice pre-birth it also can be a choice during life the opposite is also true one can choose to completely shut down their emotions in the case of christy she is emotionally sensitive certainly but from a vibrational scale, her sensitivity is somewhere in the middle. This is not something that is a driver. It was not a, a seeking of something wrong that led her on this path. It was a different impetus that, that led her on this path. This emotional sensitivity is not necessary, but it tends to be something that will push someone to discover that there is more to life than just this physical reality that they see.
1: In our culture, certain emotions are frowned upon and then suppressed, which seems to be able another pathway to not accept what's happening. Maybe if you're not allowed to express your anger when you're a child, you have no outlet for it and maybe get depressed and that would lead you. So in essence, what you're saying is that everything is available to anyone. If they get come to a place where said we will not accept this and then choose another path
0: exactly any choice can be made there.
1: well essentially christy and i we understand that that we're here on a journey of self-discovery and that is driving us forward and so we're led step by step along the way is this true in general of everyone is the self-discovery just built into this fabric of physical reality?
0: Certainly. The self-discovery is an extension of the question, who am I and who is the source of that thought? Or what is the source of that thought? This is just an extension of that. This is the motivation, the impetus, the reason for physical reality. It is not necessary that that is a conscious awake decision of every human or of any human it is inherent in being in physical reality
1: and that's what being the creator is it's in the likeness of the creator it is yeah so we are essentially exploring our universe as the creator is experiencing the grander universe or the greater universe correct they so were little, little micro, little bubbles of the universe, adding to the expansion and information of it all.
0: Little tiny points of focus, <clears throat> as a, a family in, in a home focuses children in in a playroom, parents in a kitchen, grandparents in another room watching television, other people playing games. All points of focus within the same and part of the same family within a house. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what is occurring.
1: The way that source would see the expansion of information in the universe is one of neutrality. The way we see it is one of duality. So in neutrality, it's just observation, just Interest, curiosity, how would you describe the way source would experience all the new stuff coming on and all the new information, all the things that are happening?
0: Because you are in a dimension where it is 100% feeling. You are feeling something all the time. And no matter how high your perspective becomes, the experience of the outside conditions will always impact that feeling. It is all you are essentially feeling. In the non-physical and from our perspective, to describe a feeling to you that you could relate, neutrality in your vibration implies a level of non-feeling, a bit of a black hole and an abyss and emptiness that is inherent in your vibration and and also in Christy's vibration when she hears neutrality. That word to her feels uh, dull and boring. This is not the case. But that idea of a contentment, a blissful content with an anticipation and a knowing that more is to come and more is to be known. And that all of this to be known and to come is, in a way you would understand, more bliss more joy. There is never a feeling that there is another shoe to drop. (laughs) It is, And it is not non-feeling. It is contentful bliss, anticipation, and anticipation of more knowing and more understanding, which is all that we are.
1: So the idea that we were getting to about neutrality is that it's more that suspending judgment of the feeling itself. We're sort of getting to a place where we have assumed that there is negative emotion and positive emotion, and that we gravitate towards the positive emotion in order to control the negative emotion. The thing we fear is the feeling associated with negative emotion. That feeling of negative emotion is derived from a judgment that something's bad or wrong. When we start with the perspective that everything's right, we soften that a little bit to eventually realize that the feeling of excitement isn't that much different than the feeling of anxiety.
0: This is true. This is something we've been working with Christian for a while to understand the feeling in the body isn't generally even decipherable, the difference. It's very, very similar. You will, from the human perspective, never be able to not label a feeling. You will always categorize and label this is this is what you do and this is helpful to achieve the feeling of neutrality is to understand and fully feel these feelings to understand how the feelings developed within you what you saw what you observed what you interacted with what you experienced that you judged from that point and chose to go to the label of despair or hopelessness in knowing that feeling and moving through with many times much effort much unnecessary effort to the other side of that feeling is to know that you are here to know that There is a reason to be here, to feel the the joy and the ecstasy of being here in physical reality. This is what you want. Neutrality requires an idea of both sides of this feeling and understanding that as you move forward from here, you can begin with practice to see any experience and any event as wonderful, as a gift for you. Knowing that, beginning to integrate that into who you are, allows for this overall feeling of neutrality and that we are not needing anything in particular to come our way. We know that as this experience comes, we will be able to see it as love, as joy, as a gift. This is neutrality. Understanding each side of each feeling, understanding that it is not much different on either end. And then knowing that as these experiences come to us, we have the capacity to perceive them in whatever way we choose.
1: All right, that's the end of the channeling portion of this episode. Continuing on, it's Christy and I discussing what we thought about, what came through, what the white light was talking about, and just different topics. One of the things we're talking about here that you need to be caught up to speed on is that Christy has this ability to psychically find anything. And so we play these games where we'll be in this Airbnb. In this case, we're in an Airbnb in Greenville. And I hit her credit card in a lockbox that was sitting on top of the counter, just like with a bunch of other stuff there. But uh, it was right inside the lockbox. There's no way you could have seen it. And so I say, go find your credit card. And then she doesn't have to do it right away. So she just does it whenever she's inspired. And about an hour later, she was in the kitchen getting some water. And the thought came to her, it's in the lockbox. So she just goes right there and picks it up. She doesn't search for drawers or cupboards. doesn't know which room it's in. She can go right to it and she can find it. Whether she's there or not, if someone, you know, loses their wallet or their phone and calls Chrissy, she'll say, "Uh, it's in your car or it's behind the bed or whatever. It's pretty amazing. Uh, other than that, we're just having a conversation about that channeling session and it's, it can be sort of funny. I, I tried to edit it a little bit because there's some silliness in there, but otherwise it should be fun to listen to. And I hope you enjoy that part of it. All right, let's go on with that part.
0: I remember, I remember the vibration in the answer that was, you know, it, that it's very similar if you kind of, you have a desire and that's pure, but as long as you can stay out of the timing and, or the, the way that it, that it shows up for you. But it was really clear that if you could just let go of even one or the other, that it, it it still moves pretty quickly for you. Like you just, the timing is okay. Or the exact way that it, you know, whatever it was, I could feel that in the vibration of the answer, but I don't remember exactly what the answer was. Yeah. So it's
1: pretty cool. Yeah, so if I think that I can, you know, have an outcome that I am imagining, mm-hmm. that screws it up. And if I imagine how quickly it should show up, that screws it up. So like let, let right. those things go. Yeah. It's like when we hid your, when I hid your credit card. Yeah. I didn't come back and say, okay, go find it now. I just didn't care. And then an hour later, you come back with it in your hand. Was well, it that long? No, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was probably that long, but you weren't looking for it. That no. was the whole thing.
0: No, I just went in to go get some ice or something, I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then you go, boop, there it is. There it
0: is. Yeah. In
1: a lockbox, <laughs> right? That was sitting on the counter. The Ooh. whole time.
0: Yeah. Right. You know, that lockbox has been there the whole time we've been there
1: yeah so i I
0: almost wasn't even seeing it anymore it was so part of the you know part of the furniture so
1: and did you look anywhere else
0: didn't look anywhere else no i I got the ice and i turned around to get my water out of the sink and as soon as i turned around the thought hit me oh he hid the credit card and i just stood there for a minute and and looked over and it was like this and that and i he was right there i was like holy cow yeah it was right there so Easy, so obvious. I couldn't believe it.
1: Any other things that you remember about this conversation?
0: Um, Let's see. Let me see, go back to it. Um, Drop me one word, just in general. Um, uh,
1: self-discovery.
0: Yeah. Um. Mm, no, not really. This is something really that I it. got,
1: was that we are the creators of a reality. Uh-huh. So just like source is the creator of the universe, the universe was created from the question, who am I? What's the what's the uh, source of that question? Yeah. That's self-discovery. So the whole expansion of the universe is source's journey of self-discovery. Mhm. Okay. The question that you said, who am I? What's the source of that question? We're doing the exact same thing as aspects of source. Mm-hmm. So that's built in to who we are. Right. And that's why everyone's on the journey of self-discovery where they are on that journey is up to them where they rise to is up to them that sort Mm -hmm. of thing but the fact is that's the driver of this existence then there's this feeling reality which seems to be driven by what's happening to us but it's actually our judgment of what this journey of self-discovery is in every Mm -hmm. moment right based in our perspective of ourselves yeah You come in then joshua brings in everything is right there's no wrong anywhere in the universe (laughs) and that changes the perspective of everyone who reads that sentence or hears those words Mm -hmm. and then now how do you your perspective then with this notion you don't believe it at all but the notion is everything is right right so now you gotta start this journey with that idea that everything is right. So if something happens, you, you have to say, well, that's not wrong because everything's mm-hmm. right. How is that right? That changes your perspective. Mm-hmm. One thing I wanted to get into here, which we never got to, is the perspective that someone would have to move to to start this imaginary life journey. So maybe we'll do that next time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I get the sense. Are you know, like as soon as you start putting out that vibration, you know, they start firing on me, and it is, it is, you know, clearly you can do this from any perspective, right? It's the idea of that you're you're doing it for yourself, and it is based on the premise that nothing is wrong, and getting to that, being committed to getting to that, being able to see that is really the premise from any perspective that is a high perspective. But from that perspective on anyone can do this, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. So you could say that someone's living an ordinary life like I was. And then Joshua comes in. So somehow that's unimaginable for me in my previous life. You think? Right. Yeah. And then the words, everything is right. There's no wrong anywhere in the universe. Mm-hmm. And so my nine years since that happened has led me to this unimaginable life so it's even since from that day right everything that's happened is unimaginable You're getting more unimaginable every day every and it's day. just getting the it's it was started unimaginably couldn't imagine being a channel right and so somehow i got myself up to whatever perspective that was still living an ordinary life and then went on this nine year journey of the unimaginable now it's just accelerating
0: you know that part of the reason that you were able to get Joshua when you were is this perspective on yourself that you were weird. Yeah. That, oh boy. Yeah, I got, yeah, look at some stuff. That's interesting. Part of that, oddly enough, is somewhere in your vibration, a good thing. You, You don't want to be weird, but yet you do. There is something about that vibration of that word weird for you that means unique and special. And those were things you've always known. And that universe hears that perspective of what is really in the word weird for you and doesn't hear, I don't want to be weird. It just hears, I want to be weird. I'm weird. I'm weird. And boom. Yeah. There's more to that, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of funny.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That just came like, whoop. would never have considered that in a million years.
1: It's funny. Cause I was thinking, we're going to start living this unimaginable life now. Mm-hmm. But I've been living it for nine years. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. You have.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very much. So, um, you just, all that's happening in, in that case is, is just, as your perspective expands, your you know your experiences and the depth of them do right, and, and it's like it's just more like it, you know oh no, wait now that you know it's just more and more and more and and that's really all you're seeing. Um, I don't know about me. I can't really I can't really say. I'm not really sure how I ended up here.
1: What is um, your idea of weird that relates what, to you? what really, is my idea of yeah, weird that relates? Weird. I'm weird. You're getting weird.
0: Yeah. I kind of think I always have been weird though, like a little bit. I know I appear normal and that's my idea of being able to, I think, separate what's really me from, you know, what's out there. I say that all the time. I, I, you know, people think I'm just this normal stuck up soccer mom. I think it's hilarious that they, that's what they think. That's great. I know that's not true. I'm totally weird. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was weird when I met you, and and was pretty clear about you know at least in some areas. Like I, you know, I have kind of a weird life. It looks like this, you know, on the outside, but it's really not.
1: Yeah. So the weirdness manifested then in a certain area of your life. Now it's <laughs> manifesting in this, you know. So you, you, you and I have the same vibration of weird. We do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
0: like it. Yeah. You know, I, I I like it. Like the yeah. you know you really couldn't be weird enough for me. You know, it's just interesting. It's so interesting. And I, I, you know, I don't like boring. I like, yeah. I like interesting, you know, you just
1: like hiding your weirdness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. You don't well, your weirdness to make
1: the spotlight.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, everyone doesn't need to see up my dress, <laughs> you know, it, it's not necessary. There's certain people that can see the weird and, yep. I'm comfortable with that. And not, it's not everybody's business. <laughs> now I kind of thought that we would do this. And of course I have no idea where we would give people at least some clue who we are and what this is I'm talking to. Like, they don't know. Well, I don't know really, but it has a name.
1: It'll be I didn't know in, I was even going to necessarily
0: channel the whole time.
1: Hmm? Yeah. It'll be, well, you're not. Cause we're talking, we're having this wrap up conversation afterwards. Oh, see? Yeah. Okay. Um, But, but who we are, like, I don't, when you listen to Joshua Live, you have no idea who I am.
0: That's true. Well, how did I find out? Did I just read it in the. I don't know. I can't remember how I even knew. Yeah. Oh, it's funny how I knew it was channeled. Yeah. Well, you can definitely tell for me, this is, cannot be my full personality, but right. when I'm doing that, but.
1: I don't know. I, I can tell because I know you, but it's unlike any other kind of channeling. Now, when you're in a trance, I can tell you're in a trance. Yeah. And when you're trying to. Get the information and then put your own words on it. I can tell that. Translate it. Yeah. In this way, it's just coming through your personality. It's very clear. It's very easy. Okay. Yeah, it's really good.
0: Just finding, you know, ways to do it, you know. But they do stop me and say, "No, you translate. Yeah. (laughs) You say it.
1: What I'm interested in now (laughs) is what we've been talking about in this is the vibration of the question, the vibration of – any comments, the vibration of that clearing up that vibration in everything we do. Yeah. I'm I'm not even aware of it or thinking of it. Right. Clearly part of this.
0: Yeah. They, Uh, they're, they're telling us all the time that they can feel in me, you know, they'll tell me certain words, your vibration around that word is including this or including this. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. And, And I can feel it you know, coming when they're answering the question and all I'm doing is feeling the vibration of your question. I'm not interpreting it yet because I'm, you know, getting their answer. And it's, um, you know, it is interesting that, you know, what I feel. And then when they answer in some ways, you know, I don't know, just feels off a little bit, but they do tell you, oh, there's this in your river. They just did it with something mm-hmm. and they it sure wasn't did. quite clear on it. Um, the neutrality, maybe the vibration of neutrality yes, yes. i think they were
1: of, yeah, of from your my, from my they, were, they could tell the difference in vibration from my relationship to that word and from your relationship yeah from yours it was boring
0: yeah a little dull
1: what i was going to ask next was we like the feeling of excitement you know of thrills of jumping up that emotional thing mhm and we don't like the feeling of boredom or anything lower. So this, but that range, you can tell is that if you're always going for excitement, you're sort of being distracted from what's happening. You're trying to control the emotion. Mm-hmm. And then you're right. always hiding out from any possibility where you feel negative emotions.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll go there. I've had that conversation a little bit before too, which is, you know, that, that jump, that, that I like that, you know, huge swing where I think I'm going to die. And then, you know, I don't, I can manufacture that kind of is what they're saying. You can manufacture that. It doesn't have to be drama in your life. It's just honing in, honing your vibration in to truly put out there, you know, what you want. And, and the only way we do that is by doing this, looking at each thing and understanding, and then being, like for me being good when, when it is neutral, finding that, you know, that thing of, okay, no, this is good. This feels pretty good. Right. I don't need to like, I don't, and it, there's, they play with me on it a lot right now. So we'll see. Well, next time we'll get them to give a full answer on that. They play with me on it in just a little bitty ways. Like you can manufacture that swing. This doesn't have to be how you live. Right. It doesn't have to be everything. And then you just put out your, surprises that you like. You want to be delighted and surprised. And that is perfect. You can be neutral and, you know, in anticipation and expectation and content. And then all of a sudden, like the jewelry, yeah, you totally surprised and you're so excited. And it's enough of a boost to, you know, make your whole day. And that's fine. You don't have to feel like you went from about to die to living.
1: So that experience for you was maybe similar to b- bungee jumping, you know? Right. But you didn't yeah. have to go and push past all the fear. You didn't have to do all these things. It's not as
0: intense. You know, it's not nearly as intense. I mean, I'm not, you know, ah! you know, it's it, it's none of that. It was just so delightful, so surprising and yay. And I was, you know, I was high for, you know, an hour or two, right? Mm-hmm. It was so fun. And um, and that's that's good. That's really all I'm... That's really all I'm looking for, that kind of swing. And if there's something out there that I want to do, some thrill, then that's all part of it. And I can do that and I can get that thrill and that's perfectly fine. But it's it's separating the, the vibration of that from, you know, this is something I want to do. Like this is a hobby. And what is that vibration? And then this is how I want to live. (laughs) You know, it's different. I don't know yet. I mean, I don't have, I only have it in little snippets of conversation that I've had, but it seems like it goes with what you're wanting to ask.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought this went really well. How was the pull? Was it strong the whole time or was it trickling in?
0: I felt pretty, yeah, I felt not as much as when we're together at all, but certainly not a trickle. It was steady. I mean, I could immediately feel it and write in. I felt more conscious, for sure, but I didn't have trouble letting it come in. the The translating pictures and emotion and some of those th- those things. That's I, I'm sure you'll hear you hear me hesitate. It's a you know it can even be mid sentence, and and I'm getting ready to say a word, and there's a better word or a better you know thing, and so I get pictures and emotion and these things that were sound and i'm like you know and, I, and it doesn't come so then i have to come up with it and it might just be one word or two and then then they're talking again I, I don't really understand that there's i'm not i don't know why it rolls like that but
1: when i channel joshua i'll have a word and then a better word comes in and a better word comes in yeah so if you listen to joshua it'll be like you know they'll say joy and understanding and freedom and blah, blah, blah. Or right. This yeah. and this and this and this. And know.
0: it gets deeper and deeper, you and know, more specific the words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have to I can feel that, that happen a little bit.
1: Yeah, the English language is Ugh. very rudimentary.
0: It Asian. is it is like huh. yeah, chisel and hammer trying yeah. to express yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That I is. didn't ever realize that until especially
1: this. when you're talking you know, Abraham and Joshua, they go on and on and on in the question to use enough language to fill in the vibration of the one who asked the question mm-hmm. and everyone else who's listening as well. Right. In your case, it's laconic.
0: Yeah. Well, I asked that question this morning. <laughs> I love that word. Now I will use that 10 times a day in a sentence. Yeah. And I asked if that's exactly that Abraham and, and Joshua and there's, so much in one question and they'll go on for 30 minutes answering one question in all this depth. And the answer that that I got is we're not teachers. You've accessed information. That is yeah. it. Yeah. We are giving you the information in, you know, multiple ways it because you you can understand it, you can translate it. We're happy to talk through you because that's you know, this is the stream, but that's not it. We're yeah. everything. They're happy to be teachers. That's just fine. Work all of that stuff, but that's not the only interest here. So there's like this interest in being brief, this interest in being funny, this interest in being entertaining. This, you know, this interest in, its really funny. Yeah, like what they were giving me. That's—they're not what we are. We're yeah. not teachers. They're teachers. This yeah. isn't that.
1: Yeah. yeah, Abraham and Joshua are teachers, coaches. Mm-hmm. They want. Yeah. They want to lift people up from where they are in their perspective to another perspective. Yeah. Yeah. This is just access to direct information from a question, Right. the vibration of that question. Right. And And we have to ask follow-up questions to get, to get to the the next, you
0: know, to get to the next level. But, you know, I said, well, Mm -hmm. I feel a lot of, like, I feel a lot of love and concern. I feel a lot of care. You know, there's, there's no way that, that this is just that. like this is just a, a warehouse of information and it was you know it was really quickly no we're everything that you are asking us to be we are all of it you've reached this now you can get essentially anything out of it but when you ask a question and you go for the information that's all you're getting we are not teachers so it would have to be your desire to really be a teacher and that's not there that's yeah. really not there. You are happy to answer questions and move on and then let everyone do what they will with the information kind of more like, you know, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: So They're also interested in the new ideas oh, that yeah, were released yeah. from this conversation.
0: Yeah. And what's done with those new ideas. They love this idea of, you know, piercing a veil, a glass ceiling or whatever. That's uh they're into that and that's, that is, re- I can really feel that.
1: My um, perspective is that so far there's all this information that's been brought forth and that exists in the universe and then there's all these little capsules of information that's yet to be reached they can't reach it themselves because there is no desire we reach it through our desires down here so every time we have this conversation something new comes up it's like this capsule opens up and Mm -hmm. shoots down new information that they get instantly and then we can investigate ourselves. Right.
0: Yeah. And assimilate. Yeah, I can I can feel that it's there's there's a lot even today, there were things that were said that were slightly new. It's like the the newness is is this nuance to it. It's a I don't know. I I have to listen to it again to see what what it was. But there were a couple of things that felt like that was good. That was new.
1: It would be cool. I thought about this yesterday, that when we touch on something new, they give you a little sign mm-hmm. like the little sign that you would have on larger large, church large, 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 new you know, yeah things around it yeah just so you would know I wonder yeah if we could do that
0: i don't know i'll ask him yeah i don't know can you give me some sort of something you know that i would know that what we're talking about was they did it once while well, we were um together as soon as i finished i said that was new yeah hey like, that was new yeah. pay attention that was new
1: i forgot what it was
0: i don't remember either i have to listen to all the recordings so what are you doing now
1: i'm we're still recording our podcast episode no <laughs> So see if you see if your little gnat brain can stay with us <laughs> <laughs> so don't
0: make me laugh it makes me cough
1: anyway this yeah this format of now having done this practice episode hmm it's interesting how it has just happened we have a start out with the channeling and then you and uh-huh. then talk about what what came through.
0: Right. Yeah. It's fun. It's kind of, it is fun. That's kind of what we did um, when we were together, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I don't remember most of it.
1: So imagine now that we do this a hundred times. Do you think you'll be comfortable with this idea?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> did you um, enjoy this? Oh, yeah. This is a blast.
1: Okay. Yeah, so that's sure. How they, did you learn anything about yourself?
0: Maybe not yet, but maybe after <laughs> I back away from it, I will. I know. Maybe I do when I watch this stuff or listen to it, right? I learn things for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I just remembered something. They said I wasn't that emotionally sensitive, didn't they?
1: 50%. 50%. You're like in the average. Yeah, yep. I would have. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, congratulations on your first episode. This will go live. and Nice say goodbye to everyone goodbye goodbye all right i hope you enjoyed that episode a lot of fun getting together with the white light this is one of the most advanced channeling uh sessions we've had and we have lots more in store for you plus a lot of stories and some medium sessions as well the white light is uh also known as the center that's how they describe themselves to us and they are not teachers or coaches like joshua is or even abraham They are pure information, and so we get to ask some pretty specific questions, and you can tell where this is going. We have a lot more to share with you, and so please remember to subscribe so that you get the latest updates when we release them, and leave a review. That's awesome if you can do that, and like and share with your friends. All right, until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.